0: Good day to you, my friend. God bless your heart. Welcome to Lessons Learned from a Woman of Valor podcast, featuring life lessons that will uplift, amuse, and inspire you. Each week, Joyce will reveal many lessons she has learned as an author, women's ministry leader, life coach, and minister. Sit up. Pay attention. Now, here's your host, Joyce. Calvin.
1: Beauty for Ashes, sister to sister, support for the abused woman. Chapter 8, Steps to Wholeness. There are many paths you can take to achieve spiritual and emotional healing. I have chosen to call them Steps. In order to climb natural steps, you have to place one foot in front of the other. The process is the same when you are seeking healing for your emotions. You have to take one step at a time. As you begin your journey toward healing, it may seem that you are not making any progress. Sometimes it may appear as if you are moving very slowly, merely inching your way along. Don't be discouraged, just keep on climbing and moving. Just as long as there is movement, you will reach your destination. Hang in there and keep trusting and believing. In the following pages, I have listed some steps I believe will help you on your road to recovery. Of course, healing does not quite evolve in the nice knee steps as outlined here. You do need to go through all of the steps listed to ensure that you have worked through all of your issues. Just remember, healing is a process that could take a lifetime. Be patient and allow God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, to peel back the layers of pain, hurt, anger, frustration, and resentment that have built up in your soul. Step 1 laying it at his feet, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you, 1 Peter 5 and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, Philippians 4 and 6. The first step toward healing is to lay it, whatever your it is, at Jesus' feet. For the scripture tells us to cast our cares, anxieties, and our worries on Jesus. He cares for us and is able to handle them. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid, John fourteen twenty seven. It depends on whose hands it's in a basketball in my hands is worth about $19. A basketball in Michael Jordan's hands is worth about $33 million. It depends on whose hands it's in. A baseball in my hands is worth about $6. A baseball in Mark McGuire's hands is worth $19 million. Depends on whose hands it's in. A tennis racket is a toy in my hands. A tennis racket in Venus Williams's hands is a Wimbledon championship. Depends on whose hands it's in. A rod in my hands will keep away a wild animal. A rod in Moses' hands will part the mighty sea. Depends on whose hands it's in. A slingshot in my hands is a kid's toy. A slingshot in David's hand is a mighty weapon. Depends on whose hands it's in. Two fish and five loaves of bread in my hands is a couple of fish sandwiches. Two fish and five loaves of bread in God's hands will feed thousands. Depends on whose hands it's in. Nails in my hands might produce a birdhouse. Nails in Jesus Christ's hands will produce salvation for the entire world, depends on whose hands it's in. As you see now, it depends whose hands it's in. So put your concerns, your worries, your fears, your hopes, your dreams, your families, and your relationships in God's hand, because it depends on whose hands it's in. Author Unknown. Good afternoon, Reverend Sharon. Thank you so much for participating in our podcast episode uh, "Laying It at His Feet." Mm-hmm. And so, just want to kind of uh, ask you a few questions about what that means to you. So, when you hear "what do, uh, laying it at his feet," what does that mean to you? What is that? It
2: that it. I want to look at that it being a time when I was going through depression. I didn't know I was going through it. I really didn't even know that I was depressed because it had been the norm for so long. But a professional had to tell me, just in passing, that I was in a depressed state of mind. So laying it, at, laying it at his feet means I get out of the depression and I leave it right there at Jesus' feet. Now, it's not like I just open the front door and walk out. But there were steps to getting out and now to remain out.
1: Okay. All right. So your it was depression. Depression. You had to lay that depression at Jesus' feet. You had to tell, you know, even though we know that God knew, you had to say, I need your help with this depression. Yes. Okay. So how hard or challenging was that for you?
2: I would say it was challenging because... I had to recognize and accept where I was and then want to leave there, Mm. come out of that tunnel and not go back in. Sometimes it's easy to return to a familiar or a comfortable place when things seem to be getting out of hand or not being able to control where I am, not sure if that's
1: That's good, community. that's good, mm-hmm. that's good, okay. okay. So there was uh, very challenging. Did you, uh, you said you talked to a professional therapist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you also have friends that uh, you leaned on or was able to help you during this period?
2: I have a friend dr ramona smith battle she is a clinical psychotherapist but we are also friends we've been friends since high school okay so i don't remember exactly how many years ago now but i was divorced and i hadn't planned on being divorced because my vows that I took said, until death us do part. Mm-hmm. Life happened, he left, end the story. So I'm raising a son, thank God, he's grown. We made it through that season. When Dr. Battle brought it to my attention that I was in a depressed state And she said, you may need some medication to take the edge off. I went to talk to my personal doctor. And she said, Sharon, it is about time. She said she couldn't tell me what was going on with me. I had to tell her. I had to bring it to her. Mm. So um, she recommended a I tease about it now. I say, I take my two pink pills, talk to my therapist, and I'm all good. <laughs> so I, today I need to get a new therapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, another therapist. Dr. Bell and I are still good, and I still bounce things off of her. But we're too close.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I need someone external who can hear me and help me continue to walk this path of uh, I don't know if recovering depressant is such a thing, but I also have a wonderful business coach who helps me. I can bounce things off of her. She walks with me through this life, and I didn't ask her to be my business coach, I don't think, but She's so smart and intelligent and just full of wisdom. (laughs) I just claim her as my business coach. And her name is Pastor Joyce B. Calvin. Thanks be to
1: God. (laughs) Praise God. Oh, okay. So the last question is, (laughs) thank you for that. Mm -hmm. What would you tell your younger self Mm. on how to lay whatever at Jesus' feet. What would you tell a younger version of Sharon? Uh, Maybe about the importance of, you know, just what would you tell a younger version?
2: First, I have to tell this version of Sharon. Stop thinking about that. It's spilled milk. It's over. There's nothing you can do about it. Leave it at his feet and find something else to think on things that are pure, lovely, Mm -hmm. honest, of a good report. The mind, it's been said, is a terrible thing to waste. And I'd be wasting my time when I rehearse stuff that I can't fix. If I rehearse things that I can't change. If someone has said something to me and I it uh, what would I okay stop let me say what would I tell a younger Sharon? Get to know Jesus personally for yourself, develop a relationship with him and feed yourself. One, on the word of God, because when times, places, things, people, situations, self comes up and needs to be addressed, you can talk to Jesus. Talk out loud. Talk to him in your head. Talk to him in your heart. Talk with him. It also helps to have a friend, a confidant that you can talk with who can walk, you th- walk with you through life. There's a statement that's out nowadays that says, I like doing life with you, I love doing life with you. Mm. And usually that's between male, female, or in an intimate way, but on a personal and a friendship level, we need someone that we can do life with. I don't need 10 close friends, I just need one or two. I'm, I'm a loner for the most part, and I just need someone from time to time to talk with. I don't need a solution on all things, but I do need someone to communicate with.
1: That yeah. is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing with us about laying it at his feet. Thank you for sharing your Personal story, and um, we just really appreciate you. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Pastor Joyce. Blessings.
1: All right. God bless. All right. Bye. Bye. Peace and blessings to you and yours. Thanks for listening. God bless.
0: Wasn't that powerful? Thank you for listening to Lessons Learned from a Woman of Valor podcast with your host, Joyce Calvin. If you have enjoyed this episode, and I'm sure you did, please follow Joyce on Instagram at LessonsFromAWOV and on Twitter at LessonsFromAWOV. You can also listen on Spotify, Apple, google or anywhere you get your podcast thanks again for listening my friend and make your day a great one